6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. Weekdays at 2 on 6.30 Chad. Subscribe to the 6.30 Chad Afternoons podcast. Available on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or wherever you find your podcasts. 6.30 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. about that uh, cash that you carry or maybe that you have stashed somewhere in case you need it like a lot of folks needed it on friday and saturday with that rogers outage darcy says jay my family farms uh, east of calgary we always have a substantial amount of cash on hand because you never know when you need it and lisa in leduc says jay always have cash on hand i need it for cab fare because i don't drive and to use their debit machine while well, they charge way too much for service charges others telling you me the stories about where you found money stashed maybe in a loved one who's passed away your grandma like my grandma as i mentioned had stashed under her mattress under the linoleum it was my great aunt in her coat pockets keep your texts coming love hearing from you Jalen Nye province-wide this afternoon 780-496-0063 that is the line to uh, text me here in Edmonton out of Calgary it's 403-974-8255 and the province has been seeing some severe weather and you know what it is severe weather season we've seen it a lot recently especially in the past week or so from tornadoes in central and southern parts of the province to wicked thunderstorms in uh, this neck of the woods. It's been a wild couple of weeks. Into this week, as I've been telling you in the forecast, boy oh boy it's heating right up after a soggy, soggy June. Let's break it all down. We're joined by Senior Climatologist at Environment Canada, the one and only David Phillips. David, welcome back to the show. Well, Jalen, thank you very much for inviting me on. You're right. I mean, this is the beginning of the, uh, I think we've had the monsoon season <laughs> in June and the first part of July. My gosh, uh, we've seen um, really almost double the amount of rain you've you've got. I don't think the province has ever been greener than it is now. I mean, farmers have to have smiles from ear to ear ranchers. I mean, this is the, 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 the moisture that you needed. Now, of course, what that does do when you start warming up, then you've got the moisture and those are those are are two ingredients that you need for creating severe weather um, the heat the moisture and boy then you get those afternoon thunderstorms yeah. and we saw that last week really it was a, a really a, a rollicking kind of week in on the prairies particularly in Alberta we saw a number of tornadoes we had a, lo- a large hail and I mean hailstones I mean my gosh they they were talking about hail as as hen size hail golf ball loony ping pong quarter mm-hmm. I mean nickel size I mean it's all over the place, and of course that's what you get when you get these uh, these supercell storms and strong winds. Uh, winds in Calgary over 100 kilometers per hour, and uh, but then of course you also got the tornadoes, mm-hmm. and uh, we saw them on July the fifth. Um, parts of central Alberta and Alliance and Consort, uh, and then of course we saw last Thursday mm-hmm. uh, more. Um, uh, some very 
very serious kind of, of, of tornadoes and funnel clouds uh, near the, the Sundry area of uh, around Calgary. There was actually even a tornado warning out for Calgary last uh, Thursday and also at Red Deer. Um, and uh, so it was really a very active atmosphere, unsettled atmosphere. And then even on Friday, it, it moved in. We saw some tornadoes in Saskatchewan and there were some thunderstorms in occurring in Alberta. So, hey, it was uh, it was really a rock and rolling kind of a week. But this week, my gosh, I think it looks like one of, it's going to be the warmest week of the entire summer so far. And I think it's really just a little glimpse of really what is going to set in from now on. Oh, all right. So if you're if you're liking the warm weather, this could be good news. I want to cycle back to the tornadoes just for a yes. second here, David, if you don't mind. There sure. was last uh, Tuesday, those three that happened, Alliance Consort and uh, Neutral Hills, kind of in the same uh, kind of in the same area, and uh, they registered an EF zero. What does that mean? Just the lowest? Yeah. It's, it's, we have six, the scale goes from EF0 to EF5. So we have six categories. Now, an EF0, I mean, it's, you normally does not see very, not, not, not any deaths with that. It, it really does able to knock down, um, um, sheds and, garden sheds and, and things like this. I mean, the winds can still be up to 100 uh, kilometers or, uh, per hour or a little bit more, but um, they, they're little guys. They also tend to be a little smaller. They don't stay on the ground very long, and uh, but they can scare the bejeebies out of you because you see it touching down and it can cause, I mean, my gosh, uh, it can cause a lot of debris mm-hmm. uh, uh, flying around, and, uh, and, and so they were a little stronger on the 7th, although I yeah. think the analysis Hasn't, analysis hasn't been completed, Jalen, to know exactly how many occurred then, and also what the uh, what the wind speeds. We we the the EF scale is really looks at the strength of the wind and also the kind of damage that it does. We saw that on the uh, on the July seventh tornado, it was strong enough to um, to certainly flatten one 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 dwelling. I think about four, five to nine were 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 significantly damaged. Uh, Transmission lines were down, but debris was everywhere, and certain roads were closed for a short time. But um, and but there was also a lot of hail. It looked some people described it as a war zone, yeah. and uh, and that was just again we're not sure of the strength. I don't think it was anything greater than an EF one, which would have been say winds of about 125, 130 kilometers per hour. But these these occur. I mean, this is the time of the year, Jay Lynn, that this is the beginning. Uh, this is the peak of the tornado season. If you looked at it on a monthly basis in Alberta, you don't get a lot. I mean, you get plow winds and straight line winds. Uh, the winds uh, event, uh, Jalen, can be as damaging as tornadoes. Mm-hmm. They just don't have maybe the status of a twister. They don't. Uh, they don't have that rotation of the cloud that when it touches down, it just creates, it just scatters debris and what we often describe as a herringbone kind of pattern. It goes in all kind of directions, very chaotic. Whereas a, a straight line wind or a plow wind will just be a, like a wind that comes right down from the atmosphere and then skirts along the surface with bending the corn or bending the, the trees in the same kind of uh, direction. But they can be pretty mighty too. Mm-hmm. And uh, they can, there were a lot of the ones actually on the Friday in Saskatchewan were um, they, they think they were more damaging. I think they were EF, EF1. Uh, they, they knocked down, took off roofs and I think there was a horse trailer that was um, thrown about, just picked up like a dinky toy and just tossed away. I think there was a, a horse that was uh, was killed.
killed. So um, the, the, these are this, but this is the time, yeah. uh, really, Jalen. You get the heat, and then you have all that moisture. You've had double the amount of moisture in the last 40 days uh, in parts of Alberta. You've seen double uh, the amount of moisture, and that's the provides the moisture. That's the fuel that drives these things. You get the dynamics in the atmosphere and winds coming at different directions and different speeds. You get that rotation of the cloud, and boy, the uh, tornadoes can uh, can turn uh, turn out. I think you get about a dozen uh, per year, yeah. um, and uh, but uh, you've already had a few, and the season has really just got going. Well, and you know, out here, of course, with what happened in Pine Lake and the Edmonton tornado yes. so many years ago, people are really aware of those warnings and those watches, and, and I think they pay a lot of attention. When you hear the word tornado, I mean, it uh, it really sets a lot of folks, you know, back on their heels, David. So it's, it's always good to make sure that they have great information, consistent, updated information all the time, and know what to do in case there is a warning. Oh, Jaylen, you're so right. And, you know, I often think that we sometimes, I think we've got to the point we actually spoon-feed people the weather. And I think that's okay. We want as many warnings, early warnings as, as possible. But I, I remember once somebody told me the best weather instrument ever developed was a pair of human eyes. <laughs> and, you know, the thing about tornadoes is that there's no tornadoes with blue skies or white puffy clouds. You already know, you sense it, that there's something turbulent going on or, or uh, in the atmosphere. And uh, so it's not a sneak attack. Um, it, it's um, Someone once said that, well, there's no sort of sucker punches from nature. It doesn't just come and plow you. It, it, it gives you lots of warning, Those those that darkened sky, that clouds begin to kind of look like they're boiling and, mm-hmm. and you may get a little greenish in, yeah. the, in the atmosphere. And then you hear the thunder and the, and the lightning and, and you just know that something is wild. And, and so really the, the getting to safety is the only thing that should be on your mind, yourself and your, and your family, your loved ones. And, uh, and you know, people, we're, we're very, people over are very respectful of the, the weather. You've been hit a hard a lot, not just tornadoes, but uh, uh, windstorms generally, of forest fires and yeah. and yeah. Uh, and things like that and so i think people really know what the kind of what you should do when nature gives you a forewarning that it's going to hit you david can you hold the line just a moment i want to find yeah. out what we can expect in the next uh, little while here in uh in in, in uh, you know parts of alberta but i have to check traffic david phillips the okay. senior climatologist with environment canada joining me we'll take a quick pause here let's take a look at traffic back more with david after traffic Interesting people, relatable stories. You're listening to 630 Chad Afternoons with Jalen Nye. with uh, Senior Climatologist with Environment Canada, David Phillips, about the wild weather that we've seen right across the province over the past week uh, from uh, four tornadoes reported uh, last week. There were some wicked storms, uh, massive winds as well. Uh, David, uh, kind enough to hang on for a couple of more minutes because he alluded to the fact that this looks like we might be out of monsoon season into some nice weather that we can expect to see for uh, maybe hopefully the coming 
couple of months. We'll see yeah, what happens. I, but this I week looks good in Calgary and Edmonton right across the province, David. It really does. This is what I call the muscle shirts and tank top kind of weather coming your way. I mean, not as humid as you see in parts of eastern Canada, thankfully. But boy, temperatures in Calgary could be uh, this week could see te- three days with temperatures above 30. There are some years you don't get any of those. In Edmonton, I see two days, uh, but in the high 20s too. Mm-hmm. So uh, this is really going to be patio drinking weather, uh, I think, this weather and, and this weekend's good for the stampede, of course, in Calgary. But just anybody who's started their holidays now. And, you know, Jaylene, you, you wouldn't want to have all your good weather in June when school is still in and vacation hasn't started. <laughs> so what we're seeing, and that's the pattern that we see. I look at my maps here for the rest of the summer, uh, the rest of July into August, and it's showing two things, which I think are very interesting. One, it's showing that across the entire province, it's just warm, warm, warm. I see every week, I looked at the weekly ones and the American forecast, and they're all singing from the same song sheet. It's a big high-pressure area that's going to bring in a lot more southerly air, uh, and, uh, and and that's that's going to uh, to be the kind of pattern, the, the personality, I think, of July and then to August. And July is the warmest month on average during the year, and August is the second warmest. Mm-hmm. So they beat June. So I think that's the pattern we're going to get established. And, of course, in weather, persistence does take hold, and what you see is what you're going to get. Now, from precipitation, Jaylen, always tougher to get precipitation right. I mean, it's hard to get tomorrow's precipitation, and when you look at it for 60 days or, or 90 days ahead. But it's showing something. I've never seen this, such a huge area of below normal precipitation. Mm. So all of that rain that you were cursing in June and early July, you'll be blessing mm. when we come into July. So farmers are going to say, well, you know, we, we're glad we had that rain because now we've got the heat to grow those crops. We're not getting the rain, but we don't need it because we've had so much of it in the early time. So it's almost like utopia. This may be, in fact, one of the best growing seasons ever. I mean, potentially it has uh, uh, for, if we keep those hailstorms away, then I think that that what we call sometimes white combines, uh, well, then they um, that would just be an ideal situation. Things are very optimistic. Uh, and then, of course, we don't have the forest fires either yes. because it's been so uh, uh, wet and it's so green. And, and that's great, not just for forest firefighters, but, but even for, for people who are going on holidays. You can, you can, uh, you don't have to, you can have uh, campfires and you no restrictions. And so I, I think the weather in really has cooperated tremendously at the early part and I think the promise going ahead looks really very summer-like. And David, we'll have to leave it there this afternoon. Okay. Always appreciate your time and our conversations. Thank you for this. Thank you, Jillian. Bye-bye now. Bye-bye. David Phillips, Senior Climatologist with Environment Canada. That fella has forgotten more about weather than most of us will ever, ever know. We'll take a pause here coming up for sports news on the other side. It's Motor Monday with Brian Turner. Does your vehicle have a data recorder? Do you know if it does? Should you disable it? We'll get into that. Stick around.